Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Stuckers, welcome to episode nine. Just decide. Just decide. We're going to learn how to decide today. Because, man, if we don't decide, we're just going to waste time and hold ourselves back, right? Did you know we make 20,000 decisions every day, most unconsciously, but still? You should be good at deciding. We should all be good at deciding because we do it 20,000 times a day. That's a lot. That's a lot of times. Um, like I just blinked, and that was a decision unconsciously made. But uh, just so you know, I was making a decision mid-sentence right there. All right, so let's talk about the conscious decisions, because those are what are going to change your life, right? The sum of the results of your day, year, and life are mostly the result of decisions that you make and actions you take along the way. So we need to make decisions and take action. If you feel like you have trouble making decisions, don't worry. You're not alone. It's actually a really common problem. And a lot of people have issues making those decisions. But good news is, it's a skill that can be developed over time. You can use decisions as a tool that can become available to you and they can change your entire life. So deciding and taking action actually creates the momentum necessary to produce drastic changes in your life in the shortest amount of time. So just to reiterate, just decide. Just decide. And then also we need to take a look at the uh, the long-term strategy of our decisions, right? Unsuccessful people in general will make decisions based on their current situation, whatever is holding themselves back and their limiting beliefs, which we've already been talking about. Um, but successful people make decisions based on where they want to be. Looking forward and looking ahead, I think, is really important rather than just living in the moment. So the three things that stop most people from being able to decide, one, stimulus overflow. So this means having too many options in front of you. For example, if you're at the library, you have millions of books in front of you. Obviously, that's too many options. But if you break it down to go to the section that you want to read about, so maybe you want fiction versus nonfiction. You choose nonfiction and you go into the nonfiction section and you can further break it down from there. So simplifying your options, whether it be at the library or in a real life business situation is going to be really important to help narrow things down and make it easier to make a decision. So exactly a year ago, I had to buy a new car and that was the last time I was totally overwhelmed by how many options there were I'm usually pretty good about simplifying, like, no, I only want this or that. But like, oh, my God, it was overwhelming. And it took forever to make that decision because I was just stopped in this in my tracks with this overflow of too many options. And you ended up buying the same brand and almost the same model. Oh, yeah. That helped me. That helped <laughs> me a lot, actually. All right. Number two, the thing that stops us, most people from making decisions is stress. The stress of being afraid of making the wrong decision. So most people 
will often not make a decision, which is, of course, not your best option. In almost every scenario, making a decision is better than not making a decision at all. Okay, so what we can do is we can train our brain by trying new things that are out of our comfort zone and by making decisions often, regularly, and quickly. Uh, the more we practice this, the better we get at decision-making because your brain learns to be good at making decisions quickly. It learns to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable making decisions, boom, you're there. You're making decisions and your brain starts to get more comfortable with it. Also, making a decision can be super empowering and can relieve your stress. I've been in a number of situations where I've been caught up in interactions with customers, shall we say, where they want to refund or blah, blah, blah. They think I did something wrong. I get all justice and I'm like, no, 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 I didn't. But you know what relieves stress the most is just moving on. I've definitely been in situations where, where I've just said, you know what, fine, here's your refund, go away. And instantly just... All the stress is gone, whereas I've also been in that situation where I just worry about what's the right move, what's the next thing, and I have like a week of stress and gray hairs, and that's no way to live your life, especially when it comes to business decisions. Like in my case, it's like the worst thing I've ever been out is 500 bucks, and that sucks, but you know what? It's not worth my stress, you know? That was a, yeah, that was a really good point, actually. The third thing that stops us from making a decision is perfectionism. And it's quite apropos that I'm talking about this one, but we can beat it. So using the 80% rule or what we like to call the good enough rule. So top decision makers actually are able to make a decision and take action if they feel that they have about 80% of the information they needed, meaning that 80% is good enough to be able to move forward. So if errors occur along the way, it's okay because then you can fix it as, as you go along the way. But they start implementing. So they have decided. And that's more important than waiting and mulling over that initial decision. So just do it. In the long run, it's generally easier and more efficient to fix along the way when you have 80% of the information rather than waste time hemming and hawing over everything <laughs> at the beginning. Do you have a story, Chell, about how your perfectionism has uh, made you not decide since it's apropos to you? Actually, this has happened recently where for my own business, my goal is to put up Instagram ads to kind of get another aspect of the business moving. And because I don't have every single ad that I need, I've kind of I don't know if it's procrastination or if it's perfectionism. It's probably a combination of both, but I haven't posted any ads, even though the entire platform is there and ready for me to do it. This comes back again to not feeling ready. So you got to fight that. We all do it. I mean, even though Josh and I are talking about, you got to be, you can't always be ready for things and ready is a lie. I mean, this comes back into just making a decision, just deciding. So yeah, we're not perfect either. But I, again, the way to combat it is to do it. So last week I sucked it up and I made one of those posts. I didn't pay for an ad. It was just a normal post on Instagram, but at least that was my step. So I, I made a decision. I did it and it wasn't super successful, but now I know at least how I can tweak it going forward. So that's, that's really important. Yeah. And by moving forward, you're gathering the information you need to make better decisions moving forward, right? Like if you continue to not post at all, then there's no new information you can gather. You're just going to cycle. But you said yourself by posting 
I was able to figure out what was not successful and make a better plan moving forward, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like you were saying is you fix errors along the way and that makes you able to collect more information and make better decisions as you go and make quicker decisions. It's been proven that top decision makers also make decisions more quickly than most people. And this wastes less time worrying about or calculating the perceived results of decisions, which we've already talked about. Instead of wasting a week thinking about and hemming and hawing, you could actually be implementing. And more time can be used on the follow through and you error correct along the way. So you want to be able to give yourself a realistic timeline or a realistic deadline to help you move faster through the process, especially if you're not a a fantastic decision maker right now. If it's something simple, maybe give yourself 20 minutes to make a decision. If it's something a little bit more complex, maybe give yourself a day or two. But the follow through is where the money happens and where everything actually occurs. So it's not going to be enough for you just to decide. You actually have to follow through. So putting parameters in place could be really helpful. Using the rule of three, meaning that you do three things every day, or the rule of 90, meaning that you take 90 minutes every day to ensure that things happen and you're following through on your decisions. So when I was starting my IT business, I did the rule of 90 minutes every day to try and work on learning IT or working on the business or setting up things that are going to help the business grow into a full-time job eventually. While I was working full-time elsewhere, I would spend my off hours, at least 90 minutes a day average, making that happen. And look, it was successful. It worked. And now I'm working 90 minutes a day on my songwriting business. 90 minutes a day really makes the ball move forward way more than most anybody else. They're just sitting back dreaming about their side hustle, you know? Obviously you had some impactful action happening because you were able to use that 90 minutes a day. Another really good way is using an accountability partner or an accountability group. So I've heard a story where you maybe go in with an accountability partner and both of you exchange credit card numbers because sometimes people work a little bit better if money is on the line. And if you don't get your task done within that certain timeline that you've established for yourself with your accountability partner, they're able to charge your credit card to their business account. And I know that sounds scary, but Again, some people work a little bit better when there's a a monetary fire lit under their butts. So that could be a way. That's scary. I don't think I need that, but maybe you do. (laughs) Have you ever done anything like that? I haven't done anything like that, but I've heard of people doing it. I'm good with the social pressure. If I have to tell somebody I didn't do what I said I was going to do, that that scares me enough. That's fair. And then the last point, uh, we've kind of talked on this in other episodes as well, but visualizing your goals. So referring back to your dream sheet or your dream board or your vision board on a regular basis. Maybe it doesn't have to be daily, but having some type of reminder of what that goal is to aim for your follow through is is going to be really important. Yeah. So make decisions, make them quickly and move forward. That's the best way and the most efficient way to use your energy on your business. Remember, if you make the right decision, focusing on the long term and not just your current environment, You can direct not only who and what is in your life, but who you become and what your business becomes. So we would like to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know what stops you from making decisions. Is it stuff we talked about earlier in this episode? Is it something else? We'd love to know. Where do you get stuck in the decision-making process? Let us know. Whatever you're worrying about right now, just decide. It's time for a recap. One, just decide. Don't stall. Two, Make decisions quickly 
and correct them along the way. Three, follow through with an accountability partner. So just like that, to wrap on episode nine. Don't worry, we'll be back next week. Check out our website and show notes at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And hey, we're a brand new podcast. You know what helps out brand new podcast reviews in iTunes. I've said it before and I'll say it again. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, www.unstuck.institute. So we'll talk to you next week when we'll be joined by our guest, Ashley K. Stoyanoff, as she talks about marketing to millennials. You did not decide to be born, but you can decide if your life is of significance. Benedict Allfeld. <laughs>